Hey, sweet friends, my name is Chef Schomburg. I started my baking business with a bottle of DiSerrano and one Bundt cake pan. Fast forward to today from news to magazines, speaking on national stages and more, I can truly say that baking has changed my life. So now as a bakery business coach, I get to help others have the same success. I've helped hundreds of my students across the world in my global membership program create six-figure businesses, mainly from home. The Baking for Business podcast is an extension of that, from actionable tips to valuable tools and resources that can impact you as a business owner. I truly believe, y'all, we would never have been given a gift if we couldn't profit and prosper from it. So come on, darling. What are you waiting for? What is going on, sweet friends? And welcome back to the Baking for Business podcast. Wow, I really miss you guys so much. Uh, so much has happened since the last episode. We actually kind of skipped the episode, unfortunately, so I'll get into that. But how are you? How are you doing? How's your business going? How are you getting ready for this fourth quarter? You know, the fourth quarter is one of the most profitable quarters for any business owner lots of parties, tailgating, things like that. So please be sure you're taking care of yourself as well as your business so that you can thrive. I actually recently got invited by Cast Iron to speak on a panel with another group of uh, beautiful women. And we all got to share how to achieve work-life balance as a baker. So shout out to everyone who attended that. It was a free event. If you follow the uh, Cast Iron page, if not, no worries. So I recently took a trip to Florida. As some of you guys know, I shared about uh, a week or so ago that I was traveling to Florida to go to a marketing conference, and I was super excited about that. And then halfway during the show, I started feeling uh, sick. I was definitely homesick the whole time. I really don't like being away from home. I'm a big baby in that way. But also, I just started losing my voice. And I was so pissed because I'm like, I'm here to network. I need to talk. You know, I need to record a podcast episode. I thought I had brought my laptop and my charger with me. Turns out. I didn't pack either one. I was like, what in the hell? So I had this big, big plan of, you know, recording the podcast in Florida and just sharing some tips for the conference that I was going to and stuff like that. And it didn't work out. And, you know, it's okay. Not all the time will our plans work out. Sometimes there is a setback. And the reason why you're set back is because maybe you're about to be set up for something better. I definitely will say that the time I have had, the little bit of downtime has allowed me to think, to work on some stuff, to support you guys in the chat, in the DM. And as long as I have eyesight and breath in my body and I'm able to move and to think, which I do thank God for, I will always show up and serve you guys the best way possible. So last week was just it was a no. And I hated that. Um, And the reason being was because I had been being so consistent with the podcast. Like we're literally going on six months, like of putting out an episode every single Wednesday. And I like the format in which I do the podcast. It's usually recorded in real time. So I know some people like to record episodes like all the way in advance. And sometimes I don't like that because then when the episodes come out, 
it's like they're kind of talking about something that's no longer relevant. So when I say the Bacon for Business podcast is organic, it really is organic. Like I do minimum editing. I don't like to filter what people say, especially my guests, because I believe if you said it, you said it because you meant it and you said what was on your mind. And it's usually recorded about three to four days before it comes out like that Sunday or hell, sometimes that Wednesday. Case in point, today is Wednesday and I'm actually recording it right now. I'm still not at my best. And I debated whether I should record or not. And I said, no, you know what? I feel good. I'm here. Because I hate, you know, sometimes when people get sick and then it's like they go on and on about it. Okay, you're sick. Okay, you got a cold. But even though you may feel that your body is being under attack, your mind doesn't have to be. And so I don't feel at my best. No, I don't have COVID. I did take the COVID test. I'm negative for COVID. Praise God. Uh, Just lost my throat. Lost my voice. But it's coming back, which I'm so, so, so grateful for. And I just had to kind of be quiet for a couple of days, <laughs> which is really hard, right? That's really, really hard for me. I was always that child. My mom would always know something was wrong with me. And I would be like, how does she know? And then when I got older, I used to ask, I said, mama, how do you always know when I'm sick? And she said, because when you're not talking, something is wrong because you don't shut up for nothing. And I was like, damn, I don't talk that much. But now on the other end, you guys are probably like, yeah, chef, you do talk a lot. So whatever. (laughs) I would rather uh, be that friend that's chatty than to be that friend that doesn't show up and talk at all. So um, I'm bouncing back. Again, it's just 100% voice, body and everything is fine. I never really paid attention to how much I use my voice. You know, I have coaching calls every day. I have accountability meetups myself with my accountability uh, buddy. Shout out to Tulia. She's in uh, Europe. She's been doing amazing. And also uh, Chef Irenia in Florida. Prayers for everyone in Florida right now. And some of you guys were asking that too. You were like, are you still in Florida? Are you still there? Did you get caught? And no, I've I've left. I'm no longer um, there at the moment, but I do know what it's like to go through a hurricane. And so I'm praying that everyone is protected and safe who resides in that area. Um, that's Chef Irene and Nikki, uh, BB, uh, the right baker, all the people who are in Florida, who I know personally, who are my students. And then some of you guys who I don't know, I'm definitely praying for your protection. So now that I got that out the way, because uh, you can't hide from a few of you guys. Some of you guys have DM me like, you haven't posted nothing. Why are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. But uh, now that I got that out the way, what I wanted to share was I did go to Florida and I had an amazing time. It was for a marketing conference. And at this conference, there are so many amazing people, uh, professional speakers such as Marie Forleo and just tons of motivational speakers, marketing speakers, people that you can really, really get around. And I had the opportunity to come into contact with a couple of millionaire business owners, which was awesome. And so I said, how about I share? Because, you know, I can't really share anything from the conference that's paid content. I'm a teacher. We all know that's one-on-one. You don't share people's paid content. That's a no-no. But um, I said, how about I just share a little bit of the advice that they gave? Because I think it's nice when you hear advice from other people I had the opportunity to meet Brooke Castillo. 
Uh, she's the world's number one motivational speaker. She generated over $35 million in her business last year. And when I say millionaires, trust me, these aren't people that are like, ooh, look at me. I drive a Lambo. I'm fancy dancy. Like, you know, no. When I tell you these were some of the most humble, amazing, kind people, and no, there's no lying. Like there's literally an award they get and the award is based on sales. So you know for sure, like, what they made is is what they say they made. Um, these were just kind, amazing people. And you should never want to be the smartest person in a room. You should also never want to be the richest person in a room. So just to be able to talk to these people who've, you know, sometimes we're always aiming for six figures. I've been blessed to manage a couple million dollar bakeries and that's multiple figures, but to be around people who generated that in their business, seven figures, that's awesome. But to my people who are making six figures, you're not that far away. And even if you haven't made six figures yet, to make five figures, that is a blessing, you guys. Sometimes we take for granted the little things in our business that can move the needle. However, I was just really, really excited to have some conversations with these people because I was hoping for like some high level tips. Like they were going to tell me, oh, uh, do this, do that, do this, do that. And each of them had one minute. And I said, look, one minute, I just want to know what is your the best advice that you would give. And so I'm going to share these answers that they gave me with you guys today because I kept thinking, wow, that's it? Like, like that's your advice, really? But the first tidbit, and most of them said the same thing which I thought was crazy. I was like, damn, everybody's saying the same thing. I said, I, I want another answer because we're going to share the answers on my podcast. But the first one was to find community, to find community. And I was like, oh, okay, I, I actually have a group coaching program. So I have a community. I know my students have a community, but I'm like, is, is community? Why is that? And there were multiple people that said, you know, it doesn't matter above all else, take away the systems and the software and this and that you struggle most to do the things that you want to do when you don't have someone in your corner. And so what happens is that sometimes we can get a vision for our business and a goal that we want to achieve, but because we don't have anyone to get feedback from that goal may fall by the wayside. And by no means, this is, no, you don't have to join my community or anything else. I'm actually going to give you uh, tips on how you can create a community within yourself. But I thought, damn, that that that's crazy. Almost everybody that I know knows one person that they've ran into that was just a little negative. Some people have supportive parents, but they might not have supportive friends. Or some people might have supportive friends but they might not have a supportive spouse. And I can only imagine how aggravating and how hurting and how lonely that can feel when you've decided to jump on this entrepreneur bandwagon. You have this passion inside of you. You enjoy what you're doing, whether it's the donuts, the macaroons, the cakes, the cookies, the whoopie pies. You believe in something bigger and then to not have someone else around you believe. And one of the ladies... This was actually Brooke uh, Castillo. She said, community is so important. When you think about it, we weren't even placed in this world alone. You know, God made Eve so that Adam didn't have to be alone. For those who are believers, even in the Bible, it says 
where two or more are gathered. So sometimes you just have to have that extra person. So of course, obviously, number one, duh, I would love for you to be in my community. (laughs) But if that's not the case, then number two, um, reach out to someone in your church who's an entrepreneur. If you do go to church or even if you go to the Church of Scientology and you don't believe, you'll find another non-believer, but just link up with someone and say, you know, hey, if you're a business owner, can we link up and once a month just talk? And you guys could do this for free on Zoom. You guys can meet at a coffee house. And one of the things that they told me was the best thing to do was to set your intention and your actions because you can intend to do something, but then you don't act on what you intended to do. And so just to have that person, because they're a business owner, you're a business owner, there's going to be so many similarities. Plus, sometimes when they're not in your actual field, they're looking from the outside in and they can provide some great feedback. And you get that help for free. There's also another website. It's called meetup.com. And what I love about the website meetup is that when you go on the website, there are people in your city that already have these little groups for like-minded people to meet up. And chances are there might be a group that exists already that you're not just taking part of. So now not only are you networking with people who are local, which networking was like the number four, I'm only going to go through three today, but now you also have that support system. You know, you have a person who can grow with you, who can look out for you and you guys can look out for each other. I think community is so important. So that was one of the first pieces of million dollar advice that I received when I was in Florida. And I hope that you work on your community. And if you do want to be in a community with bakers, obviously I'll put the info in the bottom. I would love to be a part of your community, but if not, no worries. Like I said, find someone local and just start plugging in every single week without fail. Check in, check in, check in so that that person can hold you accountable to all the things that you want to do and accomplish in your business. The second one was invest in yourself. I thought, gosh, I feel like I've heard that before. And I know we probably all have. But when I say invest, I'm not even talking about money and classes. I'm talking about your body. And I know this one to be true because I have a perfect example. Let me just sip this tea one second. Hold on. Ah, Delicious. All right. So some of you guys know this story, but when I was interviewing uh, years ago, I was interviewing at Great American Cookie Company. And that's one of the places that I've uh, managed after culinary arts school. And when I met the lady, she had been there for years. But the reason why she needed help was because she had came up with carpal tunnel from all the scooping. And I was like, wow. So that kind of immediately scared me. I was like, damn, how much do y'all, you know, scoop? But there were times where she said, you know, I wish I would have rested my hands, but I was always picking up extra shifts, going hard, doing too much. Like, I wish I would have taken care of myself over time. And I think about us as bakers, you know, we are always using our hands. We're always on our feet. You know, we're bending and stooping and squatting and picking stuff up. And so when I say invest in yourself, although personal development is amazing, such as books, such as going to conferences, I know there's things like SoulFlow and IBIE just wrapped up in Vegas and all these other things that can 
help you with continuing education. But I'm also talking about your body, you guys, like hand massages, pedicures. Don't let someone brush that off as if, oh, you're just trying to be fancy getting a pedicure every week. No, you're literally on your feet all the damn time. It's up to you to take care of it. Every time you invest in yourself, getting a massage, getting a a pedicure, investing in a mat for you to stand on in the kitchen, all of those things help you to perform better. And when you perform better, you feel better. And when you feel better, you look better too, honestly. So definitely investing in yourself was one of the top answers that I got. The next thing and the last one that I thought was so important is to be comfortable with authority, meaning be comfortable making tough decisions. And I thought that one was the most important because so many people struggle with that. When I was on a panel this week, there was a young lady who asked a question. She said, I have a customer who keeps standing me up. She's always late multiple times for her order. What should I do? And I know she was probably hoping for it, you know, oh, well, you should like write a letter or you should like send an email and remind her. And so I just flat up said, throw her shit away. Just throw it away because everyone's orders should be prepaid, number one. So you shouldn't be waiting on money. As bakers, this is just business one-on-one. You're not even supposed to mix personal money with business money. This is why we have systems such as Square, PayPal that allow us to process payments. So all of your orders, I don't care if it's just one dozen cake pops. I don't care if it's just one dozen berries, no matter how small it is, because someone's going to say, oh, I'm doing something small, chef. No, you're not. You're doing big things, even though you're a small, locally owned business. Everyone pays up front. That's number one. Number two, you have to set boundaries. You have to set boundaries. And I think that's one of the things that so many people struggle with. I think that's why our industry has such a big problem with pricing is because people, they don't want to set boundaries. Sometimes they feel uncomfortable having those conversations, but you have to be comfortable. I tell my students all the time, if you say yes to someone else, Sometimes that could be saying no to yourself, and that's not the best move. So if you know this lady has been late once, cool, but she says she's always late. That lets me know that, honestly, this person is abusing your privilege. They don't respect you as a business owner. And it's my job as a bakery business coach to coach you. I want to see you win. I want to see you go for gold. But in coaching you, I do have to tell you some tough love which is you cannot let people fuck over you, point blank, period. Because who's to say that your kid didn't have a dance recital or you didn't have another order? So now you have this mom guilt because you're running late or you have wife guilt because you're not there for your spouse because you promised to be somewhere that you were supposed to be, but you're not because this other person's running late all the time. But one of the main reasons why we don't cut customers off, you guys, is because we're so afraid of losing people. I know so many of you guys who operate out of a mindset of scarcity. It's like you're afraid to get one bad review. And then the minute you get a bad review, you're like, oh my gosh, I got a one. Like like if your business is going to come tumbling down, let me tell you guys something. Walmart has tons of bad reviews and we still go to them every day. 
And it's not that I'm not wishing that on your business, but what I'm telling you is that there's going to come a point in time where not everyone is going to like your method and that's okay. Your methods are set up for a reason. But what I do know that is that you have to train people to respect you because people will only do to you what you allow them to do. So to be totally honest, the reason why this person probably keeps running late is because you didn't say anything before. So they figure, oh, well, fuck it. I'll just come when I want to come. And they don't respect you. And anyone who doesn't respect you, I'm not a fan of. And you shouldn't be a fan of either. When it comes time for pickup, make sure you have it in their invoice. All pickups are null and void. We have a 15-minute waiting period. Payment of your order is an agreement to the following. And you have all of that listed in your policies. This is why it's so important for us to have policies and contracts, you guys. So a person can't say, I didn't know. But at the end of the day, you are running a business and you have to have rules. If you were late for your job, how many times do you think your employer would allow you to keep coming late before they laid down law, right? I want you to do the same. I want you to set boundaries. Stop feeling bad when you can't tell everyone yes. Say yes to yourself first, even if that means saying no to others, because you can't pour from an empty cup. You can't be drained, tired. You've baked all day. Now you're sitting on the side of the road or at your house waiting for somebody. No, hell no. Rules are rules and they're rules for a reason. And anyone who doesn't abide by those, you need to really remove those people from your life and be okay knowing that the universe is going to send you more customers. Or like my mom used to say, one monkey don't stop no show, meaning that one person is not going to stop all the blessings that God has for you, all the good things that are to come in your business. We have got to be comfortable with being in authority with laying down authority. Even when it comes to raising our prices and people are like, oh, well, last week it was this. It was that last week. But guess what? This is a new week. Butter has gone up. These things have gone up. Either you understand or you don't. If my business doesn't make a profit, I won't be in business. So I can't say yes to you because I'm saying no to me. Cake is a luxury. That's one thing that we tend to forget. Even back in, in the Even as far as in the Bible, people would break out cakes for feasts. This was like what the highest people ate, gold and all that other type of stuff. So if someone wants something that's on a budget, if someone wants something that they could pick up at any other time, that's what a Walmart's for. That's what a Publix is for. Let them go there. But you have to be comfortable laying down authority in your business. All right, you guys. So those are my three tips that I got from some amazing uh, millionaires that I got to talk to this week, which is why I titled this episode uh, Million Dollar Advice. I hope that one of these tips stick with you. I hope that you find community, find that friend, find that one person that you can check in. And honestly, every time I make a post on Instagram, I'm always talking. So please feel free to talk to me, talk back, type back. I would love to be that friend that roots for you and cheers for you because. I say it all the time. I believe none of us would have been given a gift if we could not profit and prosper from it. Number two, invest in yourself, not just your continuing education, but your body, 
your mind, how you operate in your business, tools, resources, apps, services, anything that can help you operate at your maximum efficiency. Invest in that because you're worth it. I truly believe you're worth it. And number three, be comfortable with giving authority. Be comfortable being in a position of authority. Set those boundaries, stick to them. Don't let anyone run over you, okay? Because trust me, they wouldn't let you run over them. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I cannot wait to talk to you guys next Wednesday. I will see you guys around. Bye for now.